Welcome to the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. This show is brought to you by Oakley Trucking, headquartered in North Little Rock, Arkansas. The purpose of this podcast is to communicate with Oakley owner-operators and their families by giving them up-to-date information concerning Oakley Trucking and the trucking industry. From business advice to safety updates to success stories. Also to give an insight to outside truck drivers that might be interested in joining the Oakley family. Hi, this is Jeremy Kellett, Director of Recruiting here at Oakley Trucking, and I'm your host for this podcast. This is the Oakley Podcast Trucking Business and Family. And on today's episode, we're actually going to pull one from the archives, and we're going to replay episode number 43. It's a couple of years old, but it's very informative. It's called Changing from Company Driver to Owner-Operator. This episode talks about financing a truck, picking the right truck for the job, selecting a good dealership, and having a good business plan, and also we talk a little bit about what makes Oakley a good fit for a first-time owner-operator. What made me think about this, actually, um, we've been talking about Yellow Freight closing their doors, and it put like 7,500 truck drivers out of a job, and they're looking for that next step. And I thought, well, maybe this, you know, we could replay this episode about going from company driver to owner operator that might help them make that next step into uh, into becoming an owner operator so hopefully it will it's a, it's some good content we will uh, we'll be back with you some with some good content some new content uh, coming up pretty soon but as always thanks for listening to the Oakley podcast we appreciate you guys that are uh, loyal and we always appreciate our our new listeners coming into it. So if you ever have any feedback, uh, be sure and give me a call, give, shoot me an email, uh, and let me know what you'd like to hear. Thanks again for listening to the Oakley Podcast. Dustin's a recruiter here, if everybody don't know. And he's been on, you've been on a couple podcasts before, haven't you? Yeah, I've been on two. Two, okay. So you got a little... Got a little... A little history there. A little history. <laughs> well, me and Dustin... We've been here a long time at Oakley, and we've seen a lot of people go from company driver to owner-operator. You know, everybody knows our company's owner-operators, but, man, we get a lot of first-time owner-operators, and I know you deal with them a lot, people buying their first truck. So, Absolutely. You know, just kind of a disclaimer to our audience, we've never bought a big truck. Never. We don't drive big trucks, but we see the process and what a person goes through. And by seeing so many of those all the time, we get to see the problems and we get to help the next guy. And we think we've got some good information that we would like for all our listeners to hear today and talk about this process going from company driver to owner operator. So we've got, you know, I, I think we were talking earlier and, you know, about how many people we see this, people go through this. It's about half of our orientation class every week, it seems like about half of them are first-time owner-operators. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we have a lot of first-time owner-operators, at least on the Oakley Trucking. And like, you're right, we usually have six to eight in the class, and half of them have bought a truck to come to Oakley. Yeah, and and, and, and we feel like we're part of, we're helping them do that, you know. We're part of we, helping them make decisions to on what Exactly. To do. We've helped them all the way from, Finding a dealer, a good dealership to go to, all the way up to going to look at the truck to getting here to orientation. So, you know, that's where we help a guy out. Yeah. So we got five or six things here that we're going to talk about. Go from company driver to owner operator. First one I put down, Dustin, that I thought about was pretty important was financing. You know, mm-hmm. 
do you have the financing, the credit to get a truck? Should you buy a truck or not? Correct. I mean, mean, that's the number one thing you should be looking at. If you ain't got the money, you don't have the credit. Then you, it's not the right time. It's not the right time. You know, so a lot of people though, don't know what that may be. You know, with financing, there's several different ways that we know dealing with truck dealerships and stuff. They have a lot of finance companies that they go through. Correct. And a lot of guys can go through their own bank. Now, yes. we don't see much of that, do we? We don't see much of that, but here lately, it's become more more common, Jeremy. Uh, the banks doing it? Doing their, you know, if going through their own bank, knowing a personal banker that they've been banking through for a long time. Seems like we've seen more and more of that here in the last, I don't know, probably six, seven months, actually. Well, that's good because that means they're loosening up a little bit, mainly. So, loosening up a little bit, and I think a big thing going through your own bank is if you can do it, that's the way to go because usually you get a lower interest rate. Yeah, and that's going to help a guy out tremendously, you know. And a local bank is more apt to work with you if anything happens. Correct. You have issues or something, I think they're more yeah. apt to, to give you a little leniency than those big. It's always good to have that relationship there instead of somebody you've never dealt with before, yeah. I think. I think you hit right, though. The, the interest rate is a deal. Typically, you get a better interest rate with your yeah. own bank. We've seen that. A lot to where these guys, you know, because you go to a dealership, they just put you out there to different finance companies is what it seems like. And whoever can get you financed, you know, everybody got different criteria. So, and I, you know, I was talking to actually a banker came over here last week Mm -hmm. here in Little Rock. And he was wanting to, he was wanting us to refer guys to him, you know, and said, Hey, we're looking to finance trucks now. And I was like, really? Great. Yeah, and I thought, well, that's good news to hear. And, you know, he was telling me I was going through some criteria with him just to kind of give our listeners an idea of maybe what you've got to have to get get what I think, what our experience is, what they required. You want to start that first? You got sure. an idea? Sure. You know, usually what we're typical, what you're going to see when through the approval process, I mean, number one, you're going to have some good credit. You know, that's the a big deal there. I mean, you're going to have some decent credit. That guy told me, you know, and I've talked, of course, these other guys over and over, and it sounds like around the 650-plus mark. And I've, I've heard that's kind of the typical average they want to see or above. 650 or above credit score. And, you know, below that, they can get you done. Now, there might be some more steps involved in the process, you know, bigger down payment, whatever, you know, but they can. Higher interest rate, but if you got over six fifty, you know that's usually what they're looking for. Yeah, um, and how much down typically? Typically, you know, for a first time owner operator, fifteen twenty percent down is usually what they're looking for. Yeah, usually more around that twenty percent range. Now that all depends on your credit too. I have seen if you've got excellent credit, less you know, of a down payment might be less of a down payment. It just depends on what finance company you go through. But usually, you know, you're going to have, I'd be prepared for that 20% down. Yeah. You know, yeah. Going into, that, going into it. That's what most of the guys, you know, the salesmen we know and deal with. Sure. You know, it's around that credit of 650 plus and you're going to have 15, 20% down. And you just got to remember, you know, guys, if it starts getting less than that, you got credit issues, you got bankruptcies, you got problems. 
the lower you go and somebody says they can get you done, that is the more you're going to pay for that truck in the long run. The and, interest rate. Exactly. And I don't, a lot of guys don't think about that up front yeah. until you got in the truck and then we're here you're a couple of years down the road and you realize right. what they've done. Well, and they're so excited. So excited to be an owner operator. Yeah, you get you a don't. truck. Exactly. And, you know, being able to get that truck, first time uh, buyers, you hear a lot of that from these guys, from dealerships going, well, is this your first time to buy a commercial truck? Well, yeah. You know, well, that's hard to get done. What's your experience on Well, that? another thing I want to mention is, you know, as far as the, you know, getting approved, as far as the credit, you know, they look at your credit, you might have an excellent score, but if you've never financed anything before, that can be a big deal too. Yeah. You know, you've got to have some credit where you've, you know, you've purchased some things before. You, you can't go in, you know, usually you can't go into it and never bought or financed anything. You might have a 750 credit score, but. You don't have any. You hadn't bought a house. You haven't bought a house. You haven't bought vehicles. Exactly. And usually, you know, that's something that might not get you approved. So just think about that too. It's crazy. That would make it harder instead of easier. You would think it'd be the opposite. Yeah. I mean, even having a, you know, I've heard straight from the dealers, even having a credit card with a $1,000 limit is what they're looking for. You know, it's better than having no credit. Looking for people with debt. You know, how crazy is that? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't understand. And I've heard it straight from the dealership's mouth. You know, yeah. it's. But overall, financing, you know, is something you got to be prepared on the front end that you've got a decent credit and you've got some money saved up, a down payment. Correct. And if you're going to buy a, you know, $80,000 truck, well, I don't know, 10% of that's. You know, eight thousand, so sixteen thousand. Have twenty percent, so you got to have somewhere between eight and sixteen thousand dollars down payment to get in the truck. Correct. And you want that? If you ask me, you want that down payment just to get you a little bit closer to equity. Correct. When yes. you have that truck for a little bit longer, I, I agree. You don't want to try to finance the whole thing and nothing down because you're definitely going to be upside down that truck. Definitely. And most time you are anyway. So anyway, that's the number one thing we we thought. You know, our listeners should know is financing a truck and being prepared for that 15, 20% down, having decent credit, being a first time buyer, you know, and knowing what you're doing there. So we want you to be successful. Second thing, having a job lined up. That's very important. <laughs> I might even put that over the first one we talked about. You know, these finance companies, they want to know that you have been approved. You have a job waiting, you know, they want to know True. that. Incomes are going to be there when you buy this truck. And, you know, that's what we tell guys when we're there in the process with them. We want to get you an application here. Let's get you approved. And for that reason there. So you're, so you're saying the finance company, oh, they'll even call us, right? They call us after, and making sure that they're approved to come to work for Oakley Trucking and check, you know, check the story out. Yeah, and, we even have them ask us what we pay. How what much? we pay, how many miles they'll be running a week, what kind of freight they're running. You know, it's very important to them. And, you know, we also can, we also send up, you know, once we get a guy approved, a letter of intent shows that income potential. You send that to who? We send that to usually the owner, op, you know, the guy buying the truck. Okay. You know, sometimes we'll Because he's got to give it probably to the finance company. Give it to the finance company. Sometimes if they call us, we can send it direct, but. You know, I think that's very important. It shows that we have them approved. 
you know, that they're income potential. I really think they look at that. Yeah, I do too. And kind of gives them, you know, eases their mind a little bit when say yes or no to this guy. Well, they got to know. I mean, they, I know if I was financing a truck, I'd want to know where you're taking it. Exactly. And what kind of job that's going to be. And are you making any money over there? You know, what's the plan? Yeah. So we send that letter of intent, which is a simple letter, and we can only send it if we've actually got the guy pre-approved. We've checked his application out. We've gone over expectations, and we're going Yes, and the reason is because most of the time, like you said, they're going to call us and ask us if they're approved, and we don't want to, you know, we want to tell that finance company, yes, he is approved. And but we can't unless we got him approved. Unless we got him approved. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, having that job, I think you're, you're probably right. You know, having that lined up first or second, that or financing, either one, you got to do them both. You may do them both at the same time there, but but it's a good thing to have because a lot of times the truck, you got to look at the right truck to buy with the job you're going to take. Because yes. there's so many different things to do out there with a the truck. So you want to buy the right truck for that job. Correct. Uh, and. I say you want to buy the right truck for you for yourself as well. I mean, you, yeah. If you, I'd personally tell the guy if you don't like the truck that you bought, then that's the first sign of, you know, you're not going to succeed. Be miserable, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but you're right. I mean, there's so many different jobs out there. You need to know what type of truck you need, depending on what you're doing. And uh, we go through those steps here. Once we get a guy approved, we let them know. What type of truck's best for us here at Oakley? You know, the weight is a big factor, and I'm sure it is at some other jobs as well. Mid-roof. Yep. I mean, that's what we prefer here at Oakley Trucking, you know. Well, whether it's PTO compatible, you know, you got to put a – here you would put a wet kit on or a blower on, so transmission has got to be compatible to that. So Correct. You know, and, and the automatics are. A lot of them, there's a few that we've discovered that are not, but a lot of them we can put a PTO on. And uh-huh. so, if you, and if not, if you're just coming to Oakley, but if you're going to any company, if you're going to a flatbed company or a reefer company, or your truck's going to be a little bit different. So you want to figure out to make sure you're buying the right truck and what that company's requirements are. <laughs> yes, that's very big. <laughs> you do not want to go buy a truck and then ask for the truck requirements and you're, you're stuck with a truck that you can't lease on anywhere. That's right. That's right. And that's, we've seen that happen. We have. And we've had it happen to us. We have. And it's a very frustrating. That's not a uh, good conversation you want to have with us. Well, I think the, I think the truck driver gets excited about getting a truck and it, it's just like anything else. We go buy a vehicle. I mean, we get it. We fall in love with that thing. We want it. That's the one we want. We make that decision. And we, oh, well, no. I think, Jeremy, some guys are shocked they got approved. Maybe right, yeah. And then they get so excited, they forget yeah. everything. They want to get this truck today <laughs> yeah. before they, before, somebody, somebody, before something happens. Right, right. I don't want to lose <laughs> yeah. this opportunity. Yeah, and you know. And that, that's not the way to go into it. No, it's not. Not at all. you got to be on your game. I mean, you got to be patient and watch what you're doing and get the right truck for the right job. You know what the job is you're getting into. Mm-hmm. And just it's good to know all that beforehand, I think, before you go look for a truck, in my opinion. And uh, and we get a lot of guys ask us those things, you know, about what kind of truck do I need to work there. 
yeah, just for Oakley, you know, we we want you when you find a truck, call us and let's look at the truck pictures, PTO compatible. We want to wait. We want to go through the truck with you and make sure that's something we lease on. And I think that really, you know, most guys uh, really appreciate that we take the time to do that with them. So number one, financing. Number two, have a job lined up. Number three, good dealership. Boy, that is very, people overlook that. I think they do. Uh, And it goes back, I think, you know, they're wanting to get a truck. They're excited and they, but getting a well established, honest dealership is very important. Very important. And I, I, listeners, guys, if you're fixing to buy a truck, I'm telling you, we've seen it time and time again. It is very important to go with a good, reputable company that's selling trucks that'll take care of you after the sale. Exactly. That's why Oakley only has a handful of guys we refer you to because, you know, they're hard to find. They're hard to find. That's. But how many times have we had a guy buy a truck? Somewhere that we've never heard of. We've never dealt with. And they show up here and all of a sudden can't get the title work. They ain't got a title. You know, they have a breakdown and now they can't get them back on the phone. Yep. They've already sold the truck. They, yep. It doesn't matter to them anymore. Yeah. It's, it, it is very important. You got a good dealership to go to. And I think good, honest people and they're out there. We, we've got a handful of them and you just got to do it. Get the people that's going to take care of you and put you in a position to be successful. I think that's one of the main things is you get with a a good dealership that they just don't want to sell you a truck. They don't, they want you to succeed. They want you to succeed and they want you to come back for your second truck. Right. I mean, that's what they want to do. I mean, they want to make sure they have great customer service. They take care of you and they want you coming back when you want to buy another truck. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. I think. like you said, they're out there. You got to do your homework. What about new truck versus used truck versus lease truck? What's your thoughts on that? My thoughts on that, you know, if if you're a first-time owner-operator like we're talking about, you know, if you're in a position to get a new truck, I think it's good. I mean, if you can do that, I mean. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. If you can. If you can, but it all goes back, you know, you've got to do what's best. For you starting out, you don't want to, oh, you know, jump overboard on something you can't afford. But if you can do it, that's the way to go. In my opinion, you got great warranty. You know, it's you're not getting somebody something else that's been driven. If you can do it, that's the way to go. If you can't, you know, really do your homework on a truck. You know, a good used truck. There's nothing wrong with it. We have plenty over here every week, and that's where it goes along with the good dealership. There's good used trucks out there. You just got to do your homework on them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of the best used trucks we come across are some of these fleet-owned trucks. Fleet-owned trucks. Yeah. Yeah. We, they seem to be uh, better maintained, better records. Exactly. Uh, reasonably Mate, priced. Maintenance records is Mate, a big yeah. thing. Yeah. We, we've seen that a lot in our history. Here's guys buying these fleet trucks. And, and typically your fleet trucks are lighter weight. Gets the job done. It's a great starter truck because not everybody can afford a brand new truck to go. Yes, if you can, that's a way to go. I I agree with you. But if you can't, you got to start somewhere. 
and you can yeah. buy a used truck with three or four hundred thousand miles on it and drive, get it, you know drive it for a couple years couple years get only you, finance it for that you know couple years and get, get some it. get some money built up yep. get you some a nest egg set back and then after a couple years get that newer truck yeah and a lot of times buying that used truck you you once you're at a company whether it's here or not you're at a company for a little while then you go well, I should have got this, or I'd rather have this, or this, you know, this rear end, this transmission, uh -huh. this lighter truck. I need more room, type deal, tighter turning. I don't need this long hood. You know, so you figure out. Figure out what you need. What you need to be more profitable. Correct. Make yourself more money. Fuel mileage, or, you know, I'm on the weight and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, getting, knowing that ahead of time makes a world of difference, but sometimes you're not going to know that you get into a used truck and as long as you, you know, get a reputable dealership, I think that helps tremendously. Oh, I do too. And like you said, stand behind what they sell. Yeah. Uh, especially on a used truck. Yeah. Loop Zone has opened a new location in Statesville, North Carolina. It's located north of Statesville on Highway 77, just west of Exit 59. Loop Zone services both single trucks and truck fleets, so whether you're driving through or you have a trucking company nearby, Loop Zone are the experts to turn to. Loop Zone's specialty is full-service oil changes that take approximately 30 to 40 minutes. They also offer tractor-trailer grease, gearbox service, generator service, reefer service, and DOT inspections. They also go the extra mile when it comes to quality control. What does that mean? That means your semi-truck is checked not just once, but twice to ensure all service and parts are good to go. Loop Zone does this so you can rest easy knowing that your truck is in top condition. No other service center knows semi-trucks better than Loop Zone. Check out loopzone.com for all their locations, and when you go in there, tell them you heard it on the Oakley Podcast. Now, let's we have discussed financing, having a job lined up, a good dealership. We didn't talk about you know, on the good dealership, we talk about just buying a newer used. What about a lease? We we do get in some of the leases. Some, you know, we have a couple we work real well with. But you really want to watch. You know, getting what, into a lease. You know, what makes me aggravated is I see a guy that's been taken advantage of. Yes, with a lease, and and there's nothing you can do now. The the deal's done. We see this lease. We read it, and. We're like, man, why in the world would you sign this? Yeah. You know, you hate to say that to a guy because, once again, he's inside having a truck. He's all ready to go. But we know that, like you said, there's a couple of good lease companies out there that do things right. They do. But the majority of them are tough. Majority of them is not just for them to be successful, not the owner operator. set a guy up to fail. You never get out of that truck. Never. And we've seen it. We've seen it too many times. Too many times. So be very careful when you get into a lease. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we can always help you with that or anybody, but. Yeah. And I don't mind, you know, we know a lot of lease companies. I don't mind people calling us and going, hey, have y'all heard anything about this or seen anything about this? I mean, we'd be glad to. Exactly. I mean, we'd rather see it on the front end than when you get over here and realize, <laughs> you know, what you got in. They throw in some little thing, tidbits in there that can mess you up. In a lease agreement. I think the biggest thing is, Jeremy, is they break a weekly uh, payment down into weeks. I see that a lot. And yeah. it looks better than that total amount at the end of the month. Yeah, and a weekly payment ain't going to work. I don't think so either. We, we never see a weekly payment work. Very rarely. Very rarely. And that's something 
Too much pressure were, on the guy. You know, I got to work every single week because that's coming out. Exactly. I mean, that, you know, nobody, very rarely everybody work every single week, you know, without something happening. So, yeah, lease agreements, few and far between. We got a couple of people we deal with that we recommend, and they actually do a good job. So they do. Call us if you want to know who that is, and, and we'll go over that with you. So, okay. Now, number four, I think, is very important. Kind of goes along with number one, but don't spend your last dime purchasing a truck. Make sure you've got money saved up. I know we see this all the time. We do. With guys getting any way they possibly can to get in a truck because they say that they think that's a solution to the problem. To the problem is if I can get a truck, everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got to have money in the bank when you buy a, especially a used truck, but any truck, you know, you're going to have to have money in the bank because it's going to break down. Don't think it ain't going to break down and don't think warranty's going to cover everything because it's not. It's not. And we see it all the time. I mean, you know, you don't want to spend your last dollar on a truck. It's like Jeremy said, it's a used truck. It's going to break down. You're going to have problems. You're going to have to have some money put back to fix it. Yeah. If you don't have any money, you've got a truck that's sitting there that you can't make any money. So what do you do then? It's a frustrating situation and, uh, to be in when you're on your last, you can't buy a tire. You can't fix your AC because you just got into this truck. And I know you think you're going to make money right off the bat. Sometimes you do. Yeah. You know, sometimes guys get lucky. I mean, that's, that's definitely the plan, but that's not always how it works out. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I know it doesn't take long to save up money when you get to working, but man, you're just going to have some money. And if, I mean, for your peace of mind to know that I can, absolutely, I got a little something to fall back on. I mean, I think a guy needs ten thousand dollars to fall back on. If you ask me, I mean the way the expensive this stuff is now, they mm-hmm. attract the rates to go in to get a truck worked on or something. Especially if you there, got a big truck. There's nothing. I mean, everything's expensive on a big truck. I mean, it's just you've got to have money that you know saved up. And we preach that here. What's some of the things that you got to have money for when you buy a truck? Well, you know, right off the bat. You know, buying a truck, obviously got to have the money down on the truck. You've got twenty two ninety a guy's got to purchase. What's twenty two ninety? Twenty two ninety is heavy road use tax the IRS, you know, puts on the owner operator every year. And a full year, you know, is five hundred fifty dollars for these guys. Got another five hundred and fifty bucks. Yep. And that's a just to own a truck. Most of these to- guys have never heard of that because they've never been an owner operator and that's something, that's another $550 they got to come up with. And a lot of your salesmen don't know about it. Don't know about it. And, you know, that's what we mentioned. That's what, when we're in the process helping you out, we mention it. You know, we want you to be aware of all expenses going into it. Yeah. And, but yeah, that can, 550 can slip up on you real yeah. quick if you don't know about it. And then you got to have trip insurance. Trip insurance. They're not going to let you leave the lot without insurance on the truck. And usually, you know, whatever company you're going to, you're not going to be on their insurance till you get there. Correct. Because, you know, you haven't signed a lease agreement, passed a drug screen. So you got to buy trip insurance. And 
And, you know, I didn't really have insurance down on our notes to talk about, but just as I'm sitting here thinking about it, a lot of places and a lot of finance companies and dealerships don't want to work that insurance in with a deal. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do that. If you're, if the company you're going to provides insurance on a weekly basis or a monthly basis, that's the way I would do that. Just yes. so you're not tied up it, all that money's not in financed in, in the, the deal. deal. Yeah. You don't want to do your insurance in there. Yep. You want to pay that as you go. And you're going to have some finance companies that will let you do a 10 day trip, you know, trip insurance policy. And you're going to have some finance companies out there that require a 30 day policy. Yeah. So that's something you would, you're going to get into as well. Yeah. But that's the finance company's rules. You're not usually going to get around that. That's something you're going to have to be prepared for. More money out of your pocket. More money out of your you pocket. you got to have to get that truck off a lot and get it to a place to make money. But that gives you peace of mind too. You don't want to leave there with no insurance on no. the truck ever. No. I mean, what about a tag? Yeah. That's, that. that's a question we've been trying to, I've been trying to answer for a long time. <laughs> well, usually you get a dealer's tag and make it to wherever you get to. Now, if that works, that's what know. we tell everybody to do. Exactly. Because we can't get them a tag until they get here. No, we can't. And most companies are not going to get them a tag until they get there. And I think there's probably some out there that may do it, but for us, Oakley, you're going to have to get here before we get you a tag. And I would think most people are understandable out there on the road. Because you just bought a truck. Yeah. I mean, that's what. And that 99.9% .9 of them make it here fine. They get them a temp tag from the dealer or something, put in the window, and here they come. Yeah, very rarely we have a problem. Rarely. Like We've had it happen maybe once or twice once, in the past. Once that I know of. They get a bad DOT officer, and he wants to press it, you know. But, yeah, I don't. There's not really a good answer to that question, yeah. Jerry. Kind of like that. Qualcomm they're supposed to have in a truck. Well, they just bought the truck. They haven't hey, got to where they're going to get the Qualcomm because most time they get it from the company. Exactly. So, you know, you just got to, I wish I'd have asked that to that guy last week. The DOT off. Yeah. That'd be a good question to ask him. We'll, we're going to have him back on anyway. Quiz him a little harder. <laughs> so, all right. Well, all good stuff. So, so we got the financing, have a job lined up, good dealership. Don't spend your last dime getting into a truck. Have some money saved because expenses are, are high dollar when it comes to trucks, you know, which is your fuel. You know, that I wouldn't even talk about fuel mileage. I know a lot of you guys have know that you get a truck that gets good fuel mileage. Mm -hmm. That's where your money's at right there. Exactly. That's where your money's at. So number one expense. Fuel is high is ex very expensive. So have a good business plan. What I think number five is managing your money. You got to have a good business plan and you got to keep this truck separate from your home. You know, this mm -hmm. truck is a, is your company, your independent contractor. It's got to make money. It's got to have money to operate. And then you just pay yourself something out of that, yes. you know, every week to the house is how we've seen most people do. And we've talked to a lot of owner operators and that's what they do. And that's how they become successful. But you got to keep it separate. You do. Like you said, you. This is this that is your business, but you pay yourself out of that, you know, a certain amount every week out of that business and keep the rest in, in the business account. I mean, you know, it's it all goes back to what we've been talking about. You've got to be prepared. You've got to, you know, be able to have something to fall back on. You can't spend it all on your personal. 
items. This is a business. It's just like running any other business. You got to have money to run it. Yeah. Well, we've seen so many guys make a lot of money and are still broke. Uh-huh. And you don't want to be that guy. Sure not. Don't manage your money. Keep it separate. Make sure you're, you know, I think it's real important is make sure your family's on board with this. When you want to go from company driver to owner operator, you don't want to do it if your wife don't want you to do it or your spouse don't want you to do it or your kids don't want you to do it, you know, because you need to be happy. You Everybody do. needs to be happy and it needs to be a happy household. And you all need to be able to agree on wanting to make this move as a team. It, it's so very important to the, in my case, the man making a decision to do something like this. If his wife is supportive, you know, it oh, just I, makes it. Uh, absolutely. I mean, she's going to have to be on board for, you to, be on be, board. for you to be successful. You got to be on board. And, and, you know, because most of the time, most men, we make some crazy decisions, stupid decisions. <laughs> we do. <laughs> but, We'd have ran it through then. We wouldn't have made it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so yeah, having them on board will sure help the cause. So, and I think the reason we're te- we're saying this is because we've seen it here, Jeremy. I have yeah. before. I mean, you know, we guy buys a truck, and then two weeks later, he's, he's telling us his wife not on board, and she didn't know anything about it. And he's saying, "Well, I gotta, I need to get I ready. gotta go back home and do something else." Yeah. Well, it don't work like that don't, when you buy a truck. It's, it's yours. It's yours, yeah. So and it's, a, it's, a it's something you need to sit down and talk to, to your family about and make sure it's right for everyone. You know, I think we talk about all these things and making that leap from company driver to owner-operator, which we encourage because we're all, on, you know, Oakley's an owner-operator company, and that's what we look for, owner-operators. Mm-hmm. And we need more of them in the pool. To Whether they're coming here or not, we need more owner-operators you know, in the trucking pool altogether. So we want them to be successful. We want guys to be successful on their operators because they might end up at Oakley at some time. But what do we do, Dustin, that, that separates us from any other company? Why are we so good being that first-time owner-operator company, you think? It all starts. I think what we do great here at Oakley is we're with you from the beginning to the end. Okay, and what I mean by that is we're with you from getting an application in here, getting you approved as a person. Once we do that, then we move over here to the truck and we go through what we've been talking about, you know, finding you a good dealership, finding you a good truck, going over the specs of the truck, making sure it's right for Oakley. You're not, you know, you're not guessing, I guess is what I'm saying. Put your, you know, your mind at ease. And once we find the right truck, you know, we, you go, we help you through the truck paperwork, getting tight, getting it, getting all the truck paperwork we need. You know, that's a good thing about going through the handful of dealerships we trust is they know what we need. It makes it simpler on the driver. Yeah, it does. He don't have to worry about it. That's something he doesn't have to worry about because we've got that handled. Yeah. And nobody wants to, nobody that I know of. That wants to mess with that stuff. No, you know, the title, the bill of sale, the twenty-two ninety. If I got to be incorporated LLC, I mean, and that stuff we, we we've got knowledge about. We help exactly. people get through that red tape. We can help you with trip insurance. I mean, that's another thing we help you with. Yep, to get them going, get you going, and then I mean, we're here all the way up to you coming in this door for orientation. We're yep. helping you through the whole way, and I don't, 
I think that's really what sets us apart. I don't think, you know, too many companies out there would do that for, for a guy. Well, and you start with Oakley Truck and you go through orientation, you get out on Thursday, maybe Friday, you work that day or that weekend, you get a check the next week. Yes. You know, so you're, and we don't hold out any deductions on that first settlement because we want them to get going. It's we money. Want, yeah, we don't want to, you know, have one or two loads and then we take it all back. We <laughs> want them to have some money to get something to get started on. And, and I think another great point of what sets us apart, Jeremy, is it's not just when you start, we don't just, you know, say bye and you're gone. If there's something, you've, you're having a problem, you call us and we're there for you. We're trying to, there's a truck problem. We're trying to get help you get it fixed. I mean, how many times we call the dealership ourselves and go, hey, what's going on? You know, this guy just got started. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're there for the guy for that. I mean, we do it, I don't want to say all the time, but, but you know, when it need be, we do it. You bet. And we love to do it. And that's because we develop relationships with these guys, these dealerships over the years. And yes. I mean, they got, that's a whole nother part we didn't touch on is when some of these dealerships know you're going to Oakley. Oh, yeah. Thing they light up, you know, they're like, okay, now we know I want to get this guy done because he's going over to make money, make money. And I tell you, there's, we have a great reputation out there. You know, yeah. people call us and yeah, they know they're coming to Oakley truck and they, it tends to see, you know, push them to, to the approval side. Yeah. I think it does too, man. So good stuff. Anything else you want to add that, you know, that conversation, we already run out of time. We have been, that's good stuff. I, I think. It's a big step going from company driver to owner operator. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, like we've been talking, you know, give us a call if you have any questions about anything out there. We would glad we you know we'd be glad to talk to you about any of it. You know, if you have any questions you thought of that we haven't touched on, give us a call here, and we'll be glad to. Yeah, because we didn't cover everything. I mean, you know, that's a big part of it. But we'd be glad to talk to you about it. You bet. Appreciate you joining me, Dustin. Yeah, thanks for having me, Jeremy. Good stuff, man. Thanks for all you listeners out there. We appreciate you guys every week listening to us. We've got some good episodes coming up. Be sure and, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Be sure and follow us on social media and help us get this thing out there and share it with your friends. Tell all the other Oakley owner operators that we're doing this podcast and it's good information out there. So thanks again to, to Lube Zone for sponsoring us. Everybody go check them out at lubezone.com. We appreciate y'all and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Oakley Podcast, Trucking, Business, and Family. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate or review the show in the podcast platform of your choice and share it with a friend. We love hearing from our audience, so if you've got a question, comment, or just want to say hello, head over to our website, theoakleypodcast.com, and click the Leave a Comment button. We'll get you a response soon and may even share some of the best ones here on the show. We'll be back with a fresh episode very soon. Thanks for listening.